In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Thursday of the 10th week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 15th day of June 2023, let us together call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell in us. Let the Holy Ghost come down, let it come into my life. Let the Holy Ghost come down, let it come into my life. Friends in Christ, the title of my homily today is your righteousness must exceed that of the scribes and the Pharisees. Your righteousness must exceed that of the scribes and the Pharisees. The first reading today is taken from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 3 from verse 15 through chapter 4 from verse 1 and then verse 3 to verse 6. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 5 from verse 20 to verse 26. Today Jesus speaks to his audience as he speaks to you and I that our righteousness must exceed that of the scribes and the Pharisees for us to be able to enter into the kingdom of heaven. What was peculiar? about the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees. What was peculiar is the fact that their emphasis on righteousness was more on external activities and ceremonies than on their heart and their self-dedication to God. They carry out rituals, perform ceremonies, act in ways and manners that will make them appear godly and righteous to people, even when deep down in their hearts they were completely full of filthy and ungodly things. Their hearts were far from God, yet they pretended to be the children of God. And so today Jesus wants us that we must first of all be converted at heart. Like St. Paul would say, the veil that has covered us in our hearts must be removed by the presence of the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God must first of all enlighten the eyes of our minds and hearts, must first of all circumcise our hearts and our minds, The Spirit of God must cleanse us from within for our lives on the outside to be truly pleasing to God. And it is only when we are cleansed from within, we are sincerely converted from within, we are truly repentant from within, that we begin to manifest the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. It is only at that point that we become a people who can love God with all our heart and with all our soul and with all of God 
and be able to love our brothers and sisters as Christ himself has loved us. We will now begin to live beyond the influence of sentiments, of our temperaments, of our feelings, and of our egoistic inclinations and tendencies. We become those who are in control of the circumstances of their lives rather than allowing the circumstances of their lives to control them. It is only at that point that we are able to love sincerely, forgive wholeheartedly, and live righteously. For we live beyond that human tendency to pay others in the same kind with which they have paid us, to treat others as exactly as they have treated us. We begin to love without considering the cost of our loving others. We begin to forgive without looking at the level of the damages we have suffered in the hands of others. We become instruments that removes the veil of guilt, the veil of ignorance and evil in the life of others. Simply put, we become carriers of the Holy Spirit, instruments of the Holy Spirit, vessels used by God to change lives and to change a human society. And so today we begin to ask ourselves, are we still living our Christian life at the level of the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees? Are we just satisfied serving God just by merely getting ourselves engrossed in rituals, in ceremonies, in external activities that are in themselves empty, meaningless, and sometimes useless? Because it is the Spirit of God that gives meaning and value to every reality. And so any activity, any ceremony, any word spoken, any action taken devoid of the Spirit of God is but empty. This is not to say religious rituals and activities and ceremonies are useless. But we can empty them of their usefulness when we carry them out devoid of the Spirit of God. For it is the Spirit of God that gives meaning to every religious act. And that is why it is considered a religious act. It is the Spirit of God that animates us in our relationship with God and with one another. And in our worship of God, via various ceremonies, rituals, and activities, gestures, interactions, and even words. Beloved children of God, today as we begin our day, let us seek earnestly the infilling of the Holy Spirit of God, who will guide us into the fullness of the will of God. For the knowledge of the will of God sets us free from every bondage, from every form of ignorance, 
the knowledge of the will of God, which is brought about through the help of the Holy Spirit, tears away every veil that covers you and I and enables us with that spiritual energy to carry on with that which is the will of God and pleasing in his sight. I pray for you, dear friends, in Christ, that we may truly be filled with the person of the Holy Spirit and, like Jesus Christ, live according to the will of God so that our way of life will not totally glorify God but will edify our fellow human beings, bringing them out of ignorance and out of the shackles of sin of sin and ungodliness into the light of the presence of God and the righteousness of God through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.